0: To another that's what they said a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite song serena morales and scott spinelli talking who we be <laughs> by dmx featuring dustin adams who does who we be? oh i didn't know that song.
1: that's a good one okay i did not know that yeah, you're
0: welcome. um scott the song is very poetic but it sounds like it's sung by someone who has anger management issues <laughs> it's like a haiku with earl simmons yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: What a description. That is dead on. I mean, I don't know if it technically is a haiku or a limic or whatever it is, but I will say one thing. It is certainly repetitive, right? I mean, <laughs> holy Lord. I mean, the the it's one of those songs where within a beat or two, you're like, it's going to change, isn't it? And you're like, and then he, you find out, no, no, it is not. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, the song was actually sampled. Um Coming in hot by Peter Tosh. It's like a reggae song from the nineteen eighties, but you really can't hear the sampling of it. Like I listened to it, and I was like, "Yeah, you just repeated one small part of this song." I mean, it
1: barely even feels like a song, to be quite honest. It feels more yeah, like a no, chant. It's like a chant,
0: really. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's Is pretty it, much da-da, it. Da-da, I will da-da, say da-da,
1: that's the whole thing. I mean, there's nothing else to it. Yeah. I don't, did you like this song?
0: If you remember, someone just said that. Uh, I did, but I, it was more because I liked saying, who we be? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was in the room growing up. So, like, I just remember, like, Angie Martinez throwing to the song, and it was more of just a comfort. But uh, I I will say that listening, like, re-listening to it, Mm -hmm. I thought that this song could be, like as big as like a Kendrick Lamar song if it was re-released. Because when I was a kid, I don't think I really appreciated the lyrics to these songs because it was just like word, 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 word. And I don't know if I connected all the words together sure to give DMX some credit. um Because basically the whole song is, is calling out all the people who like judge the people from the hood, people of color, without knowing them or what they've been through, all of that. And he's basically calling these people out. They don't know who we be. Um, it's like the problem and the consequence put together. Literally. For sure. I mean, I
1: think because of how simplistic it is, it almost yeah. hides the fact that how complicated the rhyming is, right? Um, so I give him credit for that. However, just from an auditory experience, it's just so repetitive that it's... It is a it,
0: little harsh on it's,
1: a, it's just a little boring. Like there's just even like yeah every song is you know i don't know the terms for these but it's you know bump 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 and then it repeats and then it goes to the chorus hey, and then yeah, there's another yeah. bridge and whatever but usually there's there's something that like some sort of dynamic element to it even even in dmx songs where he'll flip up the the flow you know like one of the, i think it was the first episode we ever did was um uh, what they want, and there was parts of what that song. What they want, air quotes. We don't know who they is. Still, still an ongoing investigation into who they is. Um,
0: the three Kims.
1: Yeah, well, uh, maybe, maybe again, we've brought this up a number of times. Maybe that song was about him and gender pronouns. You know what I mean? That was what that was. They being whatever you want to identify as.
0: Doesn't matter how the three Kims
1: think- identify. Uh, He's like
0: our third dmx song poor guy oh yeah i mean
1: he doesn't have enough to, he doesn't didn't have enough on his plate but yeah the, the, just the, the i guess the thing is is that like at least even in that song there was he and this is what made him great right like he would he was rapping one way and then he would rap another way and then he did the list and but this yeah, is just yeah. the same cadence for four and a half minutes it's a You're little, right. You're little right. repetitive
0: if this song had the beat of like a Jay-Z song or like an Eminem song or any other, like more poppy. And that was always the, not the issue with DMX, but like where he was always on the fringe. He never really broke, I would say to like a Jay-Z level or like a Fat Joe, like Fat Joe, you'd put him is the same with like DMX, except they had better producer, like producers that, would sit more to the ear
1: see my, my problem with this song is my problem with this song is that it's too gimmicky so like think about Kanye West's uh, two words remember that song he did it with freeway yeah, yeah, yeah. and most deaf in the streets play get your mail it's only two places you end up and at the very least mm-hmm. you have the, the grittiness of freeway and the smoothness of most deaf yeah. and it still is a gimmick about you, is, bump bump right? bump bump it's the same thing of like two words freeway most def like that right. whole thing but, but the, it's
0: but the song was produced had a better it sound
1: and also at the very least two different rappers on it so you didn't get used to just one guy sounding the same as the other guy they ve- they and it obviously it was done intentionally he even has that line where he says who takes who takes freeway and throws him on tracks with most def like he you know he knew what he was doing putting those two yeah. guys together they did sound very different and that I think is also part of this it's like the gimmick it's not so bad. It's just that it's a gimmick, the same gimmick for four minutes. You know that's the problem. You're right?
0: Me. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't change that much. No. Um, the song was released September twenty fifth of two thousand one. Uh, Who we be was the second single from his fourth album, The Great Depression. He was nominated for the Grammy Award yeah. for Best Solo Rap Performance. He lost to Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Also, uh, more like, I mean, they're so different. Those songs. Um, Actually, I thought of keeps-
1: another. I thought of another gimmick song, by the way, that like yeah. works much better is Jada Kisses Why. Yeah. Why is Jada as hard as it gets? Why is the industry designed to keep the? Art- the whole yeah. st- that whole song is yeah. it just questions like why, 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 why. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not because you. I guess what I'm getting at is you can stand a gimmick if the gimmick isn't repetitive every. This is not even—it's like every other word is back to the same gimmick. It's word, 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 word. word. Right. Whereas again, even like in the JadaCase thing, like some ba- one bar would be this long, the next one would be this long. You know what I mean? So like there, what—it's just yeah. variation. That's the. I don't know if I've made myself was, clear. Perhaps no. I can give ten to fifteen more examples, and then we'll finally nail this down once <laughs> and for all. People are listening are like, all right, we. Fucking get it. We and move it. On. We got
0: it. I want to know, it, did this it. chart in
1: Iceland or not? Let's move on already, you know? Come on.
0: You know, I almost looked that up and I was like, this is weird.
1: <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, no. Um, it peaked at 60 on the Billboard Top 100. Okay. Um, and yeah, TMX. Yeah, we could talk more about his voice and how this is so repetitive. But let's just talk about the lyrics, Scott, because... Yes again i didn't realize how serious yeah. this song was yeah. I, w- I was younger when the song came out but now i listened to it i was like man yeah they should really re- release the song because the again it's poetry in a very harsh tone um and yeah so i'll start with they don't know who we be because there isn't a better way to sing this like <laughs> I'd, i appreciate they don't know who we be I appreciate hit the high note. I don't know who thought of that, but it's it's what got me. It's what got me into this. song. <laughs> and,
1: and and similarly, it's what turned me off from it. Um, <laughs> I hated that. I, I I suppose it's obvious at this point. I hate this song in every measure of it. But
0: yeah, you weren't a big fan of it. <laughs> no,
1: you know it's 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 interesting. So f- to take people behind the curtain here, as I've talked about, the way we do this is we have a list, right? And it's a a multiple, uh, both of us can edit the list. And so it's apparent uh, who comes up with which. Because typically the ones I come up with, I'm like super excited for. I'm like ready to go, rearing out the gate. And then the ones that Serena comes up with, I hate. I hate. I don't even have like a, I'm such a jerk that I don't even pretend. I don't even, like she pretends. I don't pretend. Um,
0: no, it, which is funny because one of the reasons we became friends is yes. because we both music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do think we just
0: both like. I do think our music like this. It just misses.
1: Well, we have a lot in common for sure. I do think that there's yeah. a certain like where you're into this stuff. Like you seem to be more into some of what I might call like hood rap, and I'm more into yeah. what I know a lot of rappers sort of dismiss, lyrical. but it's called yeah lyrical like backpack rappy type stuff.
0: Yes, you know, the yes, roots yes,
1: and, yeah. uh, that you know, that kind of thing. Um, yes. nerd, nerdier shit. So, you know, I mean, yes. I'm, I am wearing glasses, so. To
0: <laughs> fit the part. I will, I,
1: I as a white man with glasses, I have to be into that kind of music. Um, here's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite lyrics, and it's frankly the weirdest one in the, whole, uh, in the whole song to me, is right in the beginning where he goes, The bullshit, the drama, the guns, the armor, the city, the farmer, the babies, the mama. So why is, why did I pick this lyric? Okay? I picked this lyric because there's there's no there's eight things listed there. One of them doesn't fit, and it's the farmer. What <laughs> the is farm- the farmer doing in there? All right? This whole song, yeah, this whole song, like you said in the beginning, is a very, frankly, a very well like well thought out and uh, a, a depiction of how the hood is not sort of, or people from, quote unquote, the hood. Are not yeah. seen properly and their story isn't really yeah. reflected accurately. All that stuff. You know whose so- story is not encompassed in that? The farmer. <laughs> the farmer's not part of it. I don't know what he has to. The, like, there's a whole verse about going to jail <laughs> and getting, like, shivved in jail and the going. The
0: farmer picks his head up from, like, the grains <laughs> and it's like, What did I do? Yes. Why did I.
1: Do? <laughs> It's true. I mean, what is the farmer? I mean, I, I the, the <laughs> farmer's only in there because it rhymes with the armor, quite frankly. And we had this issue um, when we on the Mariah Carey episode when I made the joke that like at a certain point people just rhyme her name like they're members of the Kennedy family. Right? Like <laughs> Mariah. Mariah and on fire and passive fire. It's the same thing here, like farmer, mama. Mama and armor do not rhyme. Mama, mama rhymes. Are all these rappers <laughs> from Boston? They're all from Boston, I guess, as it turns out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why they put Jeffrey Dahmer in songs, I yes. guess. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I would keep him out, but, you know, might as well throw him in at Ryan.
1: I've seen Monica Lewinsky tweet about this, actually, because she has joked at, at, at some point that she is one of the most tweeted about names in, like rap, like, and obviously it's not always for for good, it's not always a nice thing that they're doing, but the point is, I think yeah, same thing with Jeffrey Dahmer, obviously those two are very different individuals. I'm just saying that a lot <laughs> of times, a lot of times it's simply about whether or not your name can rhyme with something and ski yeah. as a, and also Dahmer, huh. you know, if you listen, you need a word to rhyme with mama, you're going with Jeffrey Dahmer. That's what you're doing, period.
0: Absolutely, yeah. you're going one or the, right. Yeah. So yeah that's we're just explaining why rappers do this like yeah. huh, you laugh you get, catches your ear and you rhyme so smooth sailing from here you can move on and make your point point.
1: <laughs> one final point about the rhyming thing is that i did hear a very interesting eminem a while back did an interview with anderson cooper and in the interview he was talking about how he uh anderson cooper said something are there ever words that you can't rhyme you just can't think of a rhyme and Eminem specifically, oh, and he specifically th- said like, I hate how people say that there's no word you can't rhyme. There's You can always rhyme every word. And he said, people say you can't rhyme the word orange. Like people say that the word orange doesn't rhyme with anything. And that kind of pisses me off because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with orange? You could say like, uh, I put my orange four inch door hinge in storage and ate porridge with George.
0: (laughs) The song loosens up, like in the third verse, I was like, okay, like, because I was sort of like, (laughs) man, I recommended the song, this is a little too deep. Usually we take very funny turns on our songs, and this was like a very serious song. And I was like, oh my god, what is Scott going to even give me? But I will say this one lyric that was in the more serious part of the song. The snakes, the grass, too long to see the lawnmower sitting right next to the tree. Like, again, this guy is so damn poetic because, yeah. like, the snake has an evil meaning, the grass, it's like it's hiding, and then the solution, like, you have a lawnmower, like, we can fix the problems, you can see the snakes, but, like, no one does anything about it. It just touched me, it hit me in a place.
1: I'll bring yeah. back our farmer from the first verse here, though, once again, not a lot of grass <laughs> in the ghetto, let's call it what it
0: it's is. It's not, yeah. I do a step in dog poop when yeah. you uh Frankly, the, in the,
1: the grass and the farmer metaphors for me were lost a little bit because he he didn't grow up. I know he's from Yonkers, but it's and there are parts of Yonkers that have grass. I do not think uh, that is where he grew up. And actually, that brings me to another lyric from this song where he says, Yonkers, the Bronx, Brooklyn, of- Like if I'm from yeah. New York, I'd be like, uh manhattan one of
0: those things doesn't go yeah one
1: yeah, what, like what, what happened to, if we're doing the boroughs here what happened to queens what happened to staten Island? forget about staten island fair enough but how about queens no love for queens
0: it's just like where it was hard to live yeah and yonkers he, he was like i want you to know yonkers was a tough place because I, mean, I was like fair enough i thought yonkers was more nice but, no have you, you know, been to yonkers we went to the night well, yeah, I have family who lives in Yonkers.
1: Do you, they live in the nice it was part of Yonkers? Nicer
0: than the Bronx. Do yeah, they, I
1: was like, it was in the nicer part. There's not, I have friends who live in Yonkers in the nice part, and I've driven through the bad parts to get to their nice part. It is amazing. It is stunning to me for anybody who's listening to that doesn't know Yonkers well how quickly you can go from like, holy hell, this house is like 130 years old and it's beautiful to like, this is a this is a, a dump. This is a is a dump of a neighborhood. Instantly,
0: it's like Syracuse. It reminds yes. me of Syracuse. Yes, good call. I was like, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm on the university with a bunch of rich people, and then you leave, and you're like, okay, I need to go right now, immediately I'm like, back to. The-
1: and everyone yeah, always right made there. it like it was on the other side of eighty-one there, but it wasn't just that; no, it was like also right
0: there. Euclid, if you went yeah. too far past the other way, man, it was a uh, Syracuse. Anyway, Yonkers. So, um. I will say when at the end he goes da-da, Well, what we heard was da 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 da. It's actually dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end. I thought, I mean, for uh. years I thought he was just singing poorly.
1: Okay, so first of all, I don't know which is worse. Second of all, <laughs> uh, second of all, dead
0: end makes sense. Yeah, but why He's did like, he have to say a dead hold end. On.
1: You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not stupid. I- <laughs> I <can't.
0: laughs> You're wearing glasses. I think I do. <laughs> I get it. What I mean
1: is, did he have to, this is, this is my point with this just whole thing song.
0: on. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hello.
1: Uh, honestly, this is one of those things where I truly, this is like my point about the whole song. Did he have to do it 12 times dead end, dead end times 10, just dead end. A couple of dead sure ends. You
0: could hear it. Cause I didn't. I yeah, well then it didn't that. work That's anyway.
1: <laughs> then it didn't work anyway. I
0: know. Oh. Um, the other lyric I liked was. My
1: trials uh, My heart, my balls, my mother, my father. I love him, I hate them.
0: One, I like that he shout out to his balls. Appreciate. Yes. Shout out to your balls, man. Um, followed by my mother, and my father. Like he speaks the truth. Maybe it's a little too close. I just imagine his parents, who maybe like heard that part and they're like, Earl, WTF, my si, man.
1: Say, si, push your place. Why you
0: gotta go there? It's,
1: I think. <laughs> I think the other issue I have is the other funny part is right after they said. Is he talking about his balls or is he talking about his mother and father that he's happy is to it have? The
0: latter. We're not sure. We'll never know. No,
1: we won't. And unfortunately, oh. he has passed on, so we'll never get to ask him as a, as a featured yeah. guest on "That's What They Said," Earl Simmons.
0: Send us a sign. Is it the balls or his parents? <laughs>
1: We're gonna use what is that thing? We're gonna use AI, the, the the Chat GPT, to have him on or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, it is.
0: Chat GPT. What did? <laughs> yeah. We should try that. What did? What did he mean? Was it his balls or his parents? Let me
1: tell you something. If I could do that to get myself out of having to do this podcast with you, it would just be an automated version of me every so often saying rude things. That would be it. Yes. <laughs> Nobody. Insert.
0: <laughs> I I hate you. I love you. I'm not dumb. I way, heard you.
1: See that you're doing it in you're doing it in the cadence of the song. You can't help yourself once you once you've listened to it. That's another thing. You start talking like him. I'll take the salt, the pepper. You know, it's it's
0: the, pepper, the onions. Yeah, I know. I'm hungry. Let's eat.
1: The lunch, like the dinner, day. the breakfast, yeah. the sleep, oh, the wake up, the coffee. <laughs> That would be a fun thing with, if I had any lyrical ability to write like the the, the suburban version of this. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. The wake just up, the coffee. Like wrote
0: your version.
1: The $80,000 a year Kyle. job. Yeah. Francine, the secretary, you know, just like walking I into- I love the- her, I hate her. <laughs> <I'm just> like- <laughs> The cafeteria, the lunches, <laughs> just the whole thing. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I cried a little bit. That's funny. Oh god. Um, the last lyric I had um, to note was. The roaches, the rats, the strays, the cats. I just appreciate him mentioning these things because. I am so scared of roaches and rats due to childhood trauma growing up in New York City. The bodega cats were fine, not something very sanitary, but I accepted it because it meant no rats. Yes. Um, because for those who don't aren't familiar with New York City, I will say that rats are massive. They are bigger than dogs, cats. They're large and in charge. Oh, yeah. And. Quick story that my mom's going to hate that I told this story, but she was, she used to teach uh, at a Bronx high school. Okay, She was on 167th waiting for the the D train on her way home. And she was standing on the platform and she had stockings on. I don't know if that helps at all, but all of a sudden she's standing there by herself. Oh God. And a rat like climbed up on her leg like a New York city rat. Yes. Uh, uh. So yeah, I know, I know. Climbs up on her, she looks down and she's like, (gasps) like screams. So any woman screaming on a subway platform, you're going to, then people are going to go, what happened? Are you okay? Like something. And she was like, a rat just climbed on me. And they were like, Oh my God. Like, are you, like it was almost as bad as someone mugged her or like tried to hurt her. And so she gets, she gets home and I just I, I will never get this out of my head. I remember she gets home and she's running to the bathroom to like shower. She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? What, what happened? What? She's like, all right, I climbed to my leg. I need to get in the shower. She just ran to the shower. And I was like, Ugh. oh, God. I mean, I would never. So ever since she told me that story, I have been traumatized where I no, Not many people would even notice this, but I don't stand still on subway platforms. I have to move. I walk like I will just. I don't stand still because that my dad was always like, you're gonna get pushed into the subway if you give your back to something, which has happened more recently now. But two, if there is a bug or a rat on the subway platform, it will not, it'll be like, oh, she's moving still. So I Yeah, that's
1: what they think. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it was a strategy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a scary life out there, bugs. I have have
1: a less uh, frightening story, more of a, a make fun of me story which is that, yes. um, uh, I, this was right after, let's say a summer of 21, uh, we're eating outside again. You know, I'm on a date with a girl. We've probably been dating for two or three months. Actually, it was okay. the girl that I randomly ran into you in the city. Remember that? That was yeah. wild. For the people- like,
0: that looks just like Scott Spinelli. Yeah, for and the, then I was for like, the people I think listening. I said your name.
1: For the people listening, basically I was on a first date with a girl who I wound up dating for a couple of months and then we just sort of parted ways. But on the first date, I had actually mentioned Serena as just something, you know, I have a friend that, you know, is on television, et cetera. Uh, and then, and you at the time and still live uh, on, don't live in New York. And I was in a part of New York that I'm never in. And then I'm randomly walking down the street and I see you. Wild. Um, anyway, so random. Uh, a couple right. months later after that, we're in the city. Uh, she and I are having uh, lunch or dinner somewhere. Uh, it's near a uh, West, uh, West village type area. And and you know a lot of a lot of people are on the sidewalk obviously having dinner, there are a lot of people, and there is a rat I would say that was maybe the size of a football in length, not a, not width but length and thick. You know this is, it wasn't a, it wasn't the thickness of a football but thick, big tail. Um, he goes scurrying across the street. I screeched to high heaven when that came. Okay, she didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who we be is someone who doesn't be in that relationship anymore. I, I, I immediately screeched. She didn't react at all, and I knew that I wasn't really a New Yorker, so to speak, because no one else reacted. No, nobody reacted. I was like, "Get this! There's a lion that's walking through the streets here. It's a puma, basically." And everyone else mm-hmm. is like, "Oh, you know, have you tried the hummus? You know, whatever it is that they're." Yeah. And so I, I knew, you know, I'm not made. I'm not made. I'm not ready for this life. I'm not. I'm not about it.
0: It's uh you gotta watch you gotta watch yourself in these streets with yeah, the no. rats. Oh, the yeah. The roaches are almost as big and then they fly. I'm like, this is this is not an advantage you wanna give to a thing that looks like it, you know, could murder you. Yeah, I have zero interest.
1: any <laughs> I like I I think it was Fran boots who said I'd rather have a live wolf in my apartment than a rat. And I I I, I echo that sentiment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, (laughs)
1: that's
0: all the lyrics I have. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't have anything else either. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs)
0: Um, I will say that, um, yeah, the music video was very creative, but it was also very jarring because it went with the beat to the song, which Mm -hmm. was tough to watch. Yeah. It almost looked um, like a
1: lyric video. You know how now they do lyric videos? Yeah, it felt like, but the difference was, is that most lyric videos nowadays they do because they don't film anything. This was him but also with the lyrics. So it seemed yeah. a little unnecessary to have him in it at that point, but that way, I mean, this was a different time, so.
0: It was a different time. They, I, you know, the kids singing, they don't know who we'd be. Also, it was like, you know, stick a kid in there. It'll just be a yeah, little it'll be more fine. like touching. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Um, final thoughts? I have nothing. <laughs> Scott does just loves this song. It's one of his (laughs) favorites. He's gonna listen to it after breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The breakfast, the lunch, Um, the dinner. Yeah. And I'm here requesting that it be re-released. So I'm glad that we see eye to eye. That wraps another episode of That's What They Said. Serena Ross, Scott Spinelli, catch us on another time. (laughs)